Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to the 45th meeting of DKI Digital Era Entertainment's anime discussion podcast for your listening pleasure. I am one of your hosts, Digital Era Entertainment founder Mario Bueno, and welcome, welcome to a very stacked day. Uh, we have a lot going on because today is the annual Crunchyroll Anime Awards. We are going to be doing a watch-along later on tonight after uh, a very packed evening of content here at Digital Era Entertainment's Twitch channel, but we'll talk about that later on. Joining me today, as always, putting the D in DFW, the wonderful Joel. How's it going, buddy? We're broadcasting live and actually working this time. Yay! Hooray! <laughs> and also joining us from Frangiville in the municipality of Frangi land, uh, the apparently very chilly and surrounded by death icicles, Frangi. <laughs> there are definitely death icicles here. Hi, everybody. Uh, besides the death icicles and freezing, how are you doing? I'm doing all right. Busy, but alive, and that's good. Hooray! Yeah, busy's, good. busy's real good. It is real yeah. good. So, uh, yeah, as mentioned, today is the big Crunchyroll Anime Awards. We have so much to discuss for that, so we should probably just jump... Like, yeah, let's just barrel into it, because I, I don't have anything big in terms of, like, weekly recaps. Like, I watch stuff, stuff's still good. Nothing really big to report there, either of you. Uh, I mean, big same, because uh, most of my week was actually preparing for all the things today. So, yeah, that's a, that a big anime me. goose egg for me. Uh, <laughs> I can hold back my my reactions to new things I watched until next week. No problem. Okay, rock and yeah. roll. So, um, Joel, you, you were making a very good point about what the Crunchyroll Anime Awards has become. I'll, I'll let you take it from the top on that one because I think it really speaks to why... It is exciting that we not only get to have these in the anime community, but also why it's, for me personally, after the last time we tried to do a watch-along, so exciting to be able to, you know, really do a proper watch-along this time. For sure. Um, so, as many people know, there is no professional academy or union per se in the anime industry uh, in the West. And... It's usually organizations like that that will be running award shows like the Tonys are run by the uh, the Broadway Theater Wings Association. The Oscars are run by the Academy of Motion Picture Association. Uh, same thing for the Dice Awards, which is uh, run by the Academy of Interactive Arts and Sciences. And uh, we don't really have any major award show publications or third parties like that. So while... The Crunchyroll Awards are by no means perfect. It's the best we got, and to be fair, they've done a really good job over the past five years. I think this is the fifth show, I believe, of really honing in on a presentation and just a style of awards that works. That obviously, the first couple of years were marred not by technical difficulties or anything, but it was just they hadn't figured out the best way to hash out the voting system to keep it from being too weighted, but also... You have to look at the historical precedent of the first year had Yuri on Ice and it, it just stood out. And then the year after that, it was My Hero Academia being My Hero Academia at its debut. So I think that left a bad taste in some people's mouths. But I think over the past three years, I think the turning point was really when Maiden Abyss won anime of the year over several other uh, more mainstream contenders that people were like, OK, maybe this is actually more legit. 
And I feel like a lot of people were really on board, especially the past two years with how this show has been run. Uh, for those of you who aren't aware, they have a panel of judges that are mostly influencers and uh, journalists in the community. And the way the waiting for the voting works is the panel of judges gets a 70% weight and then the popular vote has 30% weight. So this way, the fans do have a real voice in the awards, but it can't be a, a total write-in contest and popularity contest unless there's actual judges as well who agree with those decisions. And uh, they actually kept the exact same awards categories as they did last year, as we'll get into. And uh, I'm looking forward to the awards. that I, I think that they've really got something good. And like I said, while it's not perfect, it's the best we got by a large margin. And it does give us something really fun and exciting to look forward to every year to just come together as a community, as a fandom, as an industry, and celebrate the year that was. And while 2020 was not the best year in terms of, well, the world, 2020 was not a bad year for anime by any stretch. No, no. And and also just to, to point out even further, so uh, there have been attempts, certainly in the past, to do anime awards shows. I mean, I myself... Uh, back in 2007, was able to to go as press to you know the the anime awards that were put on uh, by ADV Films uh, back when they were still yeah, in operation. That was like the that. And like to, to their credit, like they tried and it, it reeked of the old school uh, Spike Video Game Awards where it was just it, they almost took it too seriously and there were certain parts that just didn't work, but um. Again, like I'm not going to begrudge them for trying, and uh, I certainly help think it helped pave the way and lay foundations from which Crunchyroll has uh, drawn on in their own awards. Yeah, because uh, a lot of uh, a lot of people that we know behind the scenes were definitely involved with a lot of the organization for that. Certainly from the Funimation yeah. side of of the industry. Uh, I know, I know the old joke was, uh, yeah, you know, ADV basically uh, bought us an award show. <laughs> I am, I am quoting directly here because Funimation, uh, at the time that was when they had really turned a corner and become, you know, the juggernaut that we now know them as. So it's been interesting to see with, uh, with the Crunchyroll side of things, how, uh, how universal it really feels. Uh, you do have representation from, you know, some of the other platforms, but uh, there, there feels like a very good balance, which is really wonderful, and it's it's cool to see. Uh, so yeah, let's uh, let's go right into the the categories. Um, yeah. So, so Joel, uh, what do we so have to start today, off with? Yeah. So what we're doing today is we're going to be going through all the categories, and we're each going to have two picks. There will be our personal pick for what we think the winner of the category should be, or just what we feel the best of that category is, and then a prediction of who we think the winner tonight will be and then for those of you who tune in tonight we're going to be doing a just uh tracking similar to how people do you know pick for the oscars and all that um so the only one that matters tonight is your prediction vote uh the personal pick is just for us it stays here and uh maybe we'll actually post this uh spreadsheet later on just so others can uh you know see what we thought and uh track along with us but going from the bottom to the top that way we're ending with anime of the year the first category is Best fantasy. And this is sort of a broad category, so it'll be interesting to see what everyone thinks. The nominees are ReZero Season 2, Dragon Quest, The Adventure of Dai, Decadence, Ascendance of a Bookworm Part 2, Dorohedoro, and Tower of God. I know for mine, my pick 
for the winner and my prediction for the winner are one and the same, and it's ReZero. Uh, ReZero Season 2 has just been, frankly, stronger than I thought it would be. And I thought it would be good, but it is just overperformed. I've spoken many times about their overages in runtime, and I think ReZero has just that mainstream juggernaut appeal anyways that I think it's going to get a lot of the mainstream vote from the fans, but that it's performed genuinely well enough to have also gotten a good chunk of judge votes. Uh, for me, uh, it was also ReZero. Uh, that's the one that I actually uh, cast in the the public voting. Um, and I'm I'm fairly confident in it, quite frankly. Like, if, if it hadn't been there, I would have said probably um, Tower of God would be the... the actual winner but since ReZero is in the running I've got ReZero so ReZero I... for your pick and for your prediction Mario correct okay my prediction I feel like is going to be ReZero just because I've heard so many people talk about it um otherwise I don't believe I have a I, I can't say I have a personal pick here because I haven't actually seen any of these myself but the one I wanted to check out was actually Dragon Quest because I think if I recall that was my friend told me that's a remake of like a 90s show, video game, something like that. And I, I, if I'm correct on that, then that was in my interest area. And I feel like I would have absolutely loved it, um, but, but I really don't know. So <laughs> moving on. All right. So uh, we all have ReZero as our prediction. Mario and I have ReZero as our personal pick. And Franji, I'm going to put Dragon Quest for yours just because uh, that's the one that you indicate interest in. Yeah. All right, so moving right along, the next one we have is Best Couple. The nominees for this one are Nasa Yuzaki and Tsukasa Yuzaki from Tonikawa, Over the Moon for You, Kaguya Shinomiya and Miyuki Shirogane from Kaguya-sama, Love is War Season 2, Leguchi and Haru from Beastars, uh, Kotoko Iwanaga and Kuro Sakuragawa from Inspector, Katarina Kleiss and Maria Campbell from My Next Life is a Villainess, and Chizuru Mizuhara and Kazuya Kinoshita from Rent-A-Girlfriend. Uh, I thought that all six of these couples were actually very strong in their own way. Um, I've not seen all of Beastars. I've seen a couple episodes. Um, I, while I didn't care for Tonikawa, I thought the... Uh, I still say that it was a good series. It just wasn't my flavor a series um my personal pick was katarina and maria from my like my next life is villainous just because i really enjoyed that one um but from what i've heard a lot of people have legoshi and haru from b stars i've seen like two episodes of b stars and i've been meaning to get around to getting around to finishing it but i haven't but um it given what I know of their dynamic and from just sort of the rumblings I've heard from other people, I'm going to put uh, B-Stars as my prediction and Villainess as my personal pick. Uh, it kind of weird not taking Kaguya-sama, but I feel like that they should have had that last year and doing it again this year feels weird to me. Yeah, for me, um, my, my voting goes the exact same way. Uh, I put down for the actual vote... Um, Katarina and Maria. That's not my not my preferred uh, ship from Villainess. Um, I'm blanking out on the no, the other I, best I wish friend's it had been name. Katarina she was... and everyone. If they'd said Katarina and everyone. Oh, that would have been the most accurate. <laughs> um, but either way, because Katarina plus anyone in that show is generally speaking a a great pair. 
that was no questions asked. Uh, in terms of uh, actual, it's tough. I think it's going to be either uh, B Stars or Kaguya-sama. Uh, those are those are the really strong front runners in terms of like ships that people have strong positive feelings for out of these. I, I could also see Tonikawa that. I, I've heard a lot of very positive reviews for Tonikawa. I'm, I certainly seem to be in the mi minority of people who didn't really like that series. I mean, I, I still have yet to check it out, which is why I felt bad having to just blind guess. But yeah, just, just based off of general uh, fan reaction, uh, as well as, you know, what each of these brings to the table from what I do know of each of them, that's, that's where I kind of fell. Uh, if I have to pick one for, you know, something other than my personal pick... Uh, I'd probably have to go with B-Stars. So B-Stars is your prediction as well? Yeah. For me, B-Stars is my prediction for what's probably going to win just because I have not heard anybody be quiet about it and I realize that just popularity isn't enough to win it, but I think it is probably popular for a reason. Um, so that's my prediction. Uh, my personal pick is actually Kaguya-sama because I love those two and there are so many facets to their personalities and they have like 12 dynamics in one depending on who's in what mood um, and it's just fun. Yeah, no, I love them. Also, I'm really happy to see the Inspector uh, representation here. I feel like it was a woefully underrated series um, and Kotoko and Kuro have a very Haruhi Kion vibe. Uh and just, I, I really enjoy it. Uh, and I'm looking forward to Inspector Season 2 whenever that happens. I know it's been confirmed, but I can't remember when it will be. Anyway, moving on to the next category, Best Score. The nominees for this one are Kevin Penkin for Tower of God. Uh, keep in mind, Kevin Penkin it was the one that did uh, Maiden Abyss and several others. Uh, and Maiden Abyss won Best Score when it was up. You... Yutaka Yamada for Great Pretender, Satoru Kus Kosaki for B-Stars, Orutaichi, O-O-R-U-T-A-I-C-H-I, in all caps, I assume this is a moniker, for Keep Your Hands Off Azekin, Alista Okehazama for The God of High School, and Kensuki Ushiho for Japan Sinks 2020. This one for me is tough, um, Kevin Pankin, I think, is a, and this is, I don't even think is a hot take. I think he's the best anime composer outside of Japan. He's one of the only reliable uh, anime composers outside Japan. So it's not, that's why I think it's not a hot take. But uh, the fact that he keeps getting brought on for such high profile things, like Maiden Abyss was big, and that was sort of his breakout project. But Tower of God, as we've discussed many times, was a heavily invested in project and him being brought on i think speaks to his confirmed arrival on the scene as it were and i know a lot of people are saying that this might be the one award the tower of god walks away with tonight um i'm inclined to look at that uh i also just love great pretender i think i'm going to give great pretender my personal pick and mm, I, I think i'm gonna give the prediction to Kevin Pankin just on name recognition because I don't think too many people on average pay attention to the scores. So I think name recognition will actually carry more weight than usual in this particular category. Ride or die, Azekin. <laughs> okay. 
Yeah, no, and I, don't, I don't blame you for that either. Uh, yeah, I in in terms of the actual winner, um, I'm just to vary things up a bit because you do make a strong case for Tower of God in terms of like what might actually take it. Um, I'm actually going to go with Great Pretender on this one. Um, so my personal pick, Azuken. Because, yeah, as we highlighted in the Anime of the Year video, like, just everything about that show comes together so well. And that soundtrack, uh, while it yeah, hits very it, differently it's, from it's the very others. very complimentary. Yeah, it, it just, it fits like a glove. And that's what a good score should be for, for the show. So, personal pick, Azuken, ride or die. <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, great pretender for pretender. actual. Uh, and yeah. that's interesting because my pick is pretender, but I'm not predicting it. Uh, what about you, Franji? That's funny because I'm exactly with Mario. I, I really <laughs> like the music in Hands Off the Azoken from, from what I saw of it because I only got like one or two episodes in. But I was like, oh, this is a cool soundtrack. Um, Great Pretender I also really liked. But I feel like somehow that one, the music was just a little more catchy and maybe a little more like mainstream for people to easily be like, oh, yeah, this is a bumping track. So I feel like that one might yeah. be more likely to be nominated or to win. Hey, I would not mind seeing it win. <laughs> yeah did you ever get a chance to finish the first arc of great pretender frangi i know that it no, uh you saw only... the first couple episodes <laughs> no uh, i only got to episode three i haven't continued yet gonna hound you on that one i know <laughs> yeah All i should right, also uh, just, just a quick aside here um i should also point out i should be super biased in favor of kevin penkin because uh, getting to talk with him at uh virtual crunchyroll expo just really solidified why like Besides the fact that he's a very talented composer, why people really enjoy working with him, like dude's hilarious. Dude really knows what he's doing, um, and just that combination also, side, comes through. I, you know, I I may have had an indirect hand in getting Kevin Pankin to uh, Crunchyroll Expo because uh, after working a show for Crunchyroll, I was sitting down with Adam and their uh, head of events. Um, Mary, I'm for, I'm blanking on her last name, but we got into a talk and she was like, who are some guests that you think are particular ones? And I flat out said Kevin Penkin. And she was like, didn't we have, she turned to one of the other people that was uh, around and she was like, Kevin Penkin, I've heard that name. Didn't, wasn't he visiting the office for someone a couple weeks back? And they were like, yeah, he was here for this that, and the other. And she was like, oh, and she wrote his name down on a <laughs> piece of paper and like put it in her pocket. And I was like, yes, I wonder if I yes, just good. actually did that I, i'm sure it wasn't all me but i i hope that i had a small hand in that the world will never know but you know yeah and, anyways and given given the collaborators they had for that whole panel like they definitely worked they all worked together like regularly so that was that was pretty cool <laughs> point is yeah. like i you know it was tough voting against kevin because <laughs> his work <laughs> is is really good uh mainly his video game work is what i i've really been uh listening to so uh yeah that was that was tough but Azuken ride or die. Just that's how firmly I believe in the power of Azuken. Well, you're going to be seeing a lot more of it as we go. The next oh, category no. is best comedy, and the nominees are Keep Your Hands Off Azuken, Kaguya-sama Love is War, My Next Life is a Villainess, Sleepy Princess in the Demon Castle, Kakushigoto, and the misfit of Demon Academy, History's Strongest Demon King reincarnates and goes to school with his descendants. I didn't realize that that was actually the full name. And yep. I felt like I just had to read it out because, yeah. Um, I don't really classify Azekin as a comedy. I don't think it should or will win this category. It's quirky, um, but it's not that It's funny. quirky, but it, it, yeah, no, I, it, it's difficult to categorize. And I 
guess it's more a comedy than it is a drama or a romance, certainly. Um, and calling it a fantasy feels weird. So I suppose this is the the best umbrella to put it under, but I don't feel like it belongs here anyways. Um, my pick is so torn between Villainess and Kaguya-sama. I feel like I'm going to give it to Kaguya. And I'm inclined to give Kaguya the prediction as well. Yeah, I'm going to go with Kaguya on both for this. Uh, Franji, why don't you take this one first? All right. I, was, <laughs> I feel like... I feel like my personal... Well, I don't know. Okay, this is... Sleepy Princess in the Demon Castle is definitely my personal pick just because nothing has it's made me laugh so represented hard. Here. I'm glad it got a the nomination. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's funny. It's so funny. I ended up watching just about all of it. Um, I skipped a couple episodes toward the end for reasons. Uh, I just wanted to see what happened at the end, but it wasn't because I didn't want to watch it. You know, it's 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 hilarious. Um, it's kind of slapstick, kind of goofy. Um, very heartfelt moments too though to balance the the humor which i feel like is important in comedy because if you don't get that break every now and then to kind of rest then you just get tired of laughing all the time and the jokes get old um so sleepy princess definitely my personal pick if i had to think of what would be nominated um kind of like you said for one of those earlier categories joel i feel like if this were last year maybe kaguya sama would win but maybe not this year with the other things on here i'm feeling like maybe the misfit of demon king academy just because Everybody and their brother has recommended it to me. Um, my wife watched the entire thing and had had good things to say about it. Um, even though, you know. I, I certainly, you know, gave it props uh, every week. And I was saying I feel like this is one of the most underrated shows of the season. I still think it was very good. But I felt it was more action than comedy, frankly. Yeah, that's what uh, I was going to say. I think it's sort of a misfit. It is a misfit in this category. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't really know. It's hard to say because I haven't seen any of these other ones. But I guess we'll just go with this. I find it interesting, category. actually, that there is no action category, that it's the, the categories for genre, quote-unquote, are uh, fantasy, um, comedy, and drama. Yeah. There is no actual action uh, genre here. Mm. So uh, your prediction is Misfit and your pick is Sleepy Princess. What yes. about you, Mario? Uh, so <clears throat> the one that I actually voted for, because it it was criminally, criminally underrepresented, uh, and I dare say I feel like we definitely should have bumped it up higher in our list once I finally got to finish the whole thing. That is Kakushi Goto. Um, yeah. I feel it's more of a dramedy at the yeah. end of the day. But yeah, and that's I, why I couldn't pick it for my prediction either. Yeah, it's, it, but, uh, but I, I again, all the things. Kakushi Goto, everyone. Yeah, like all the things I'm saying are are my personal picks. Like these are the the same things that I voted on, like along with everybody else who did the the fan votes. So these are the ones that I literally like locked in. I'm like, I don't care if I'm throwing my vote away because, God, Kakushi Goto was so good. Um, again, more more of a dramedy, but hey, if that's the best that they could do for slotting it in, cool. Actual winner. Uh, I want to think it's probably going to be either Kaguya-sama or Villainess. I'm going to go with Villainess because Villainess while Kaguya-sama is, is definitely like the objectively more popular of the two, it's the shinier, newer toy. And even though I'm, I'm Azekin ride or die, that's, uh, that's for a lot of other stuff <laughs> in this specific well, that... category. 
Mm-hmm. I, I wanted to spread it out a little bit because I'm like, I'm pretty sure they're not going to clean sweep. Yeah, and that's an interesting one. So that's uh, of the first four ones. That's the first time that all three of our predictions and picks have been different. So going on, the next one is Best Drama. The nominees for this are Fruits Basket Season 2, Great Pretender, Japan Sinks 2020, Sing Yesterday for Me, Beastars, and Somali and the Forest Spirit. Um, I feel like Sing, Somali, and Sinks are all just write-offs. That it, It's nice that they got nominated. I don't see any chance for them, and I didn't watch any of them, so I can't give in my personal vote. Um, my personal vote for best drama, I love Great Pretender, but it, I, it's so difficult for me to call that a drama as well. That it, it was, it was a heist series, uh, and just Fruits Basket is just one of the ultimates in drama historically in anime, and goodness knows that it continued with this. So, uh, my personal pick. For best drama last year is Fruits Basket, and I'm actually going to give it the prediction as well because I think that it's it's still a brand name, and I think that a lot of people are going to consider it uh, more of a drama than Pretender as well. I'm exactly with you on that, so I'm not even going to go into it. <laughs> uh, I guess then for me, uh, I threw Japan Sinks a Bone. Uh, we did give it an honorable mention. It is not. I mean, it, it shows up elsewhere in the awards list, but this is the one where I'm like, okay, you know, if if anything, it's it, this would be the one where they would actually stand a decent chance. But in terms of the actual winner, I'm torn between B stars and Fruits Basket. I'm I could I could absolutely see B stars getting it. Yeah. Um, like, heck, now that I'm thinking about it, hmm. I may just go B stars on this one. Gosh, mm, I'm, I might need to consider going back and switching that. Mm. No, nah, I'm, I'm going to lock in Fruits Basket. I'm, I'm going to yeah. commit. Uh, oh, no, but, Fruits, Fruits but Basket is a, surprised in the least it's that a solid I, pick. That like, looking at, do not get me I, wrong. I feel like it has to be one of those two. That, again, I love Great Pretender. I don't think this is a category it will win or should win, really. Best fight scene. This one is interesting for oh, several God. reasons. Yeah. We have <laughs> Satoru Gojo and versus... Ryumen uh, Sukuna from Jujutsu Kaisen, Jin Mori versus uh, Jagal Tech from uh, The God of High School, Bercoli versus Dark God Vecta from Sword Art Online Alicization, Deku versus Overhaul from My Hero Academia, Jin Mori versus Han Dewi from The God of High School again, and Brawler versus Master from Akudama Drive. This is the beginning of many, many nominations for Jujutsu Kaisen. And I think it's going to be one of the most interesting things tonight to see just how many things it wins. Because it is the new shonen, And numbers have been coming in regarding its manga sales. And it's been doing very well. But it's it hasn't been particularly clear to me just how well the anime has landed. I don't. It, it hasn't failed by any means. But I can't tell if it has hit as you know just a very good shonen or if people are frothing at the mouth over it like they were for demon slayer or my hero academia and it doesn't feel like it to me and a like my hero academia has barely any nominations here so seeing it here once makes me want to predict it but got a high school i felt 
was actually the best. So, but the thing is, the two fights here that they listed were not my pick for best fight in God of High School. Um, so I, I found myself in a real weird place for this one. Um, and I just felt that flat out, well, I think Jujutsu Kaisen was very good. I don't think that it was the best fight scene. I don't think that that was the best fight scene of Jujutsu Kaisen. Um, my prediction is going to be Deku versus Overhaul because I still think it was a dang good fight scene and probably actually the most impactful of the six here. And I think that the My Hero fandom is going to take their, you know, like only nomination here and really push for it. And I think that the judges will be okay throwing at this bone since they don't need to feel conflicted versus, oh, is this too mainstream since it's not everywhere like in the past two years? Uh, for my personal pick, hmm, I want to give it to God of High School, but I, I feel, like I said, I don't think that either of these two fights were my pick for the best one. And I feel like my, my pick for best fight, I forget the name, but it was the last proper round of the tournament before uh, Jigal Tech went God mode, for lack of a better term. And I liked that fight in God of High School better than Deku versus Overhaul. But of all the fights here, I like Deku versus Overhaul, so I'm going to pick it for both. Cool. Uh, what you said about Jujutsu Kaisen was interesting <clears throat> um, because I agree with you. I mean, the fight that they have here was a super cool one, but if I recall correctly, it's from the first episode. It was very short, um, and Gojo Sensei definitely has a more interesting fight, or what I thought was a more interesting fight, farther down the line. Yeah. Um, so that kind of eh, fell flat for me. Jujutsu Kaisen's a cool series, but I was like, eh, no, okay. So um, my personal favorite and my prediction is also on Deku versus Overhaul from My Hero Academia, because that fight was not just a superbly animated fight with a lot of really cool action um, and cool twists and turns, but also it grabs you in the feels. because Yeah, no, it, it was a super emotional moment, and it was more than just a fight, and I think that's going to give it the edge. The other thing yep. is I think that the God of High School fans are going to cannibalize the vote because it's going to be split between the two. Hmm. So that, that my guess is that it's entirely possible that God of High School collects gets more votes than any other but that they'll be split such that neither is the top winner that's pretty specific there sir <laughs> okay <laughs> voting theory what about like, you Mario? How does this fit on your spreadsheet I, <laughs> I mean for me it's it's open and shut deku versus overhaul um the day that that fight released <laughs> I still remember just Anna Twitter exploding uh, because of how potent and emotional and and just well animated it was. It's like a everything arc ending fight. It is, it is, it was the final fight of this big arc that had spanned more than just this particular season, really. And by virtue of that, it inherently carries more weight than anything here. Yeah, so that's that's why even though there are some very strong contenders uh, in this category, it yeah I'm doubling down, Deku versus Overhaul for both. All right, we have my hero across the board on that one. Next category is best character design. This is interesting because character design is so subjective. I was about uh, to say that. Yeah, it's weird. 
The nominees for this one are Naoyuki Asano for Keep Your Hands Off Eizuken, Yoshiyuki Saramoto and Hirotaka Kato for Great Pretender, Mayuka Ito for Toilet Bound Hanako-kun, Genis Chan and Yusuke Yoshigaki for BNA, Brand New Animal, Masashi Kudo and Miho Tanino for Tower of God, and Rumiko Takahashi and Yoshihito Hishinuma for Yasahime, Princess Half Demon. My personal pick here is Great Pretender. I thought they were vibrant and interesting and just it fit the style of the show the best. I I look at this and I say I don't think there's a slam dunk winner here. I think anything could walk away with it. That If I had to guess on the least likely, I'd say Toilet-Bound Hanukkah-kun, but th those were still very colorful and unique character designs. I like all of these nominations. And it's like, Yasuhime didn't get a lot of nominations, so maybe the... Um, it, may, maybe the fandom really turns out here. I, I'm hard pressed for the character designs here, but I think this might be the start of where the judges really start acting like you. You know, you always hear about oh, what do the judges like, particularly when it comes to the Oscars. And I think this is where Azuken is really going to start to run away with the awards show. So, my personal pick here is Great Pretender. My guess is Azuken. Do you want to go next, Mario, or you want me to? Uh, you first, Franji. Okay. Um, character design is something that feels really subjective to me. Uh, so the way I ended up looking at this is, what would I want to cosplay the most? Um, and as much I as I am, I can respect that approach. I like that. <laughs> as much as I am kind of angry at uh, Yasha Hime as a whole right now. I really like those character designs of the main three girls. I would feel like a total boss cosplaying any of them, probably especially Setsuna. Um, so that has my personal pick just because. Uh, and I feel like... Oh, it uh, is Yashahime. I, I missed that first stage. Yeah, Yashahime, like Inu Yasha. Yashahime. Yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> for some reason I, I, I was say, saying it as Yashahime. But <laughs> that, that makes total sense now. No worries. Um, I feel like... For the main, for what's going to win, people generally seem to like colorful, but also edgy. So while I feel like Great Pretender is probably really close up there, I, I haven't seen BNA, but I know people like it. It looks almost as like colorful and kind of flamboyant and fun as and Great it Pretender, is but it's also edgy. Yeah. And it is trigger, to be fair. Yep. Um, and it looks like it has a wolf character there. I don't know. People like furries. I don't know. So I just, that's going to be my prediction, I suppose. All right, you have uh, Yashahime as your personal pick and BNA for the prediction. What about you, Mario? Uh, so for me, this was one of the ones where I I had to to actually give it to Tower of God. Uh, it was really tough because uh, I I love the stylish nature, the the distinctiveness of Azoken, but kind of going into to you know the same aesthetic appeal that Franji was talking about I definitely got that kind of a vibe more from uh Tower of God uh so that's that's where I kind of fell on that particular end of the spectrum um I'm gonna double down on that one uh because I think it's got a very good shot uh for the character design as well with you know the the general public okay so you have Tower of God for both of them all right the next category is best animation once again 
very subjective. I, I feel like in the past this might have been easier when you had some studios that were just, you know, head and shoulders above others in terms of what their production quality was. But now everyone has gotten so good that a, a lot of this is stylistic in terms of animation. The nominees are Keep Your Hands Off Azekin, God of High School, Great Pretender, Jujutsu Kaisen, Princess Connect Redive, and Beastars. And gosh, like, just the, the style alone, like Beastars being 3D, done by Studio Orange, uh, who, for the record, also did um, Land of the Lustrous, and uh, I'm forgetting one other, like, really nice animation that they've done. They have become the basically the pinnacle 3d animation studio in japan and uh the nomination is certainly well deserved and like jujutsu kaisen is so stylistic and cool in its own way great pretender is different um my personal pick is going to go to azekin because they employ so many different methods and ironically in some ways they skimped out on their own animation because of how they did those, you know, sketch sequences. But at the same time, that is animation, and it, it was different, and it was cool, and it worked. Uh, and I think that's sort of an evolution of this category, whereas it used to be just what is the highest quality because it, things like that were more tangible in the past. But now I think it's more of what is the best animation for its series and i'm inclined to go gosh this is tough because i feel like the winner will be either azekin or b stars and i'm not sure which i'm going to give it i'm gonna say azekin for both on this one azekin is definitely cool uh that's my prediction for what's going to win um and I do like it a lot, but again, best animation, it, it's so subjective and, and so like personal. I don't know. I, I feel like Jujutsu Kaisen gets an honorable mention just for Gojo Sensei's eyes um, yeah. <laughs> that were like little universes all sparkly. Uh, but I personally really liked the look of Great Pretender the best um, for as skillful as Azekin was. So uh, Azekin is my prediction. Great Pretender is my personal pick because I really liked the way that one looked as a whole overall. Maybe not. Actually, maybe I didn't pick it for character design, but but overall it was beautiful and colorful and happy. One second. And I, I just realized I, I wrote down the ones I actually voted for because I voted twice. And okay. some of them I doubled up on and some of them, like when I was split, I voted for different ones because you were able to vote up to seven times because it was once a day per week. Oh, um, really? Yeah. I and did actually, not realize that. This, the, the vote I actually cast was for God of High School. Huh? Huh. And to be fair, the animation God of High School was really good in its MAPPA, so, you know. Um, but when thinking back, I I thought that uh, maybe I had voted for Pretender because I I still really like Pretender, but I guess it, I liked the style of it but didn't feel that it was necessarily as inherently different as some of the others. And I think the differentness of Azekin is what gets me thing about it now but just goes to show you know opinions are very fluid on these things uh mario what about you uh i went great pretender actually <laughs> uh because I, I, I felt real bad because i was just like I, I was listening to that 
uh, a very well-crafted explanation of the evolution of best animation, and I do not in the slightest bit disagree with that. Uh, I also just realized that, yeah, for, for my aesthetic, when I see best animation, what do I think of? Yeah, I, I go for what is the prettiest looking thing and how smooth to move, and that, for me, was Great Pretender. Um, yeah. <laughs> if Azekin takes it, I won't be mad, <laughs> but I'm still going to double down on uh, on Great Pretender because objectively of all the choices here, it really feels like, you know, a true art project. Uh, not 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 like uh, from from a how do I put this from an abstract perspective, but from a very literal, very direct perspective. Yeah, like you could hang that thing up in, in a museum uh, alongside, you know, Da Vinci. <laughs> like that's it, mwah, Masterpiece. Actually, because hmm, there was that whole art arc, Ugh. and it was so good. <laughs> Go watch Great Pretender, people. But I'm um, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna keep Azekin for my guess. But I'm just gonna say that like I I don't have a true pick of best animation for my own pick because I I think they were all great. I'm just gonna I I'm noting the time um, and that we're not quite halfway through these categories. What what was the plan today? Well, we also keep in mind we started like. 15, 20 minutes late. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's true. Okay, good. So we still have time. <laughs> yeah, uh, but we'll make sure to keep the pace up because we're about halfway through, yeah? Yeah, halfway through. But, um, yeah, so best director. Um, to help cut down on time, I'm just going to say the titles as opposed to stumbling over the names because it, yeah. Uh, Azekin, Decadence, Jujutsu Kaisen, Great Pretender, Kaguya-sama, and Tower of God. I feel like the direction here has to go to Azekin. That just, it, it's either that or Great Pretender again for me. Um, but I, I think the direction is just Azekin for me. I entirely agree with that. And that's what I'm expecting to win here. Because even only seeing a couple episodes of it, you would have had to be an incredibly talented director to pull those performances out of your actors um, and to handle such an interesting project. Uh, so yeah. And supposedly, uh, the director here had been like told on Twitter some time ago that they would be good for this and like then looked into it and then agreed and like specifically expressed interest in directing the series to the production studio. And if that story is true, it shows. And if the story is not true, they still did a great job. <laughs> Mario? I mean, all around Azekin for this one. Uh, all all the points already brought up really, you know, capture why this was really open and shut for me. Because uh, it does take, it's a very auteur piece. So as as a result of that, I'm just like, yeah, no, this this has to go to Azekin. <laughs> this is the first time that you have predicted Azekin as the winner. Yeah, because uh, this, this one makes a very strong case for itself. Because again, it's a very, it's a very distinctive piece. Like yeah. you could tell that, this director put everything they had. They put their own stamp on it. Even if you're mm -hmm. not familiar with their work, it's just one of those things you watch it. You're like, yeah, this, this person crafted this as a labor of love. Yeah. Um, next one is best VA performance English. Um, Zeno Robinson as Hawks in My Hero Academia. Crispin Freeman as Zeno Sudera in Fate Grand Order. Aaron Phillips as Laurent in Great Pretender, Johnny Young Bosch as Bam in Tower of God, Jonah Scott as Legoshi in Beastars, and Anairis Kinones 
as Echidna in ReZero Season 2. Now, I will fully admit the only actual dub of these that I have seen is Great Pretender, and Aaron Phillips did a great job, and my personal pick is for him as Laurent. He was delightful. Um, I feel like the winner is going to be him, or I have heard a lot of good things. No, wait, I did see the, the couple of episodes of Beastars I watched were dubbed, so I have heard Jonas Scott's performance, and it was very good, and I've heard that a lot of people really liked it. So I feel like it's going to be one of those two as the actual winner. My inclination is to say Jonas Scott as Beastars since he was the proper lead. And while Laurent is a lead in Great Pretender, he wasn't the lead. And therefore, I think his performance might not have necessarily grabbed as many people. So yeah, uh, personal pick is Aaron Phillips' uh, Great Pretender prediction is... Jonas Jonas Scott for B stars. I 1000% need to plead the fifth on this one because A, I did not watch any of these in the dub. Um, and B, that means that, you know, when I see these names, my brain just immediately starts judging based on like past roles that they've played. And I don't think that's relevant here in this category at all. So I, I, I all right, I'm putting you down as NA. Yep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Mario, uh, have you seen any of these dub performances? Uh, yes, um, I at least saw Great Pretender in English, and I did see uh, Tower of God in English, um, specifically because I was researching, um, among others, uh, Johnny Young Bosch's work in, in that particular show. Um, for me, I put it down as Aaron Phillips. Uh, it was a fantastic performance. Uh, of of the options here and what I have seen and also waiting out, uh, you know, weighing out the roles, like, you know, how, how much does this role mean in the context of whatever you know, series or, or season it is. Um, it felt like, felt like the meatiest part with the best performance that went with it. Um, in terms of what's going to take it, I'm really torn. Uh, cause, uh, you make a good point for Beastars. I'm also thinking, uh, because of the, the popularity of, of Zeno Robinson, it may go to, to my hero. So that's what makes it really tough. It's like they they both have very strong cases for each other. Um, just for funsies, I'm going to give this one to Zeno at My Hero Academia because I feel like the popular vote is going to trend towards that. That's fair. That's totally fair. But yeah, I, I agree with you. It's probably going to be either uh, Zeno or Jonah uh, for, for a, a popular pick because, yeah, two popular uh, solid performances to, to go with them. Yeah. Next one is Best VA Performance Japanese. Uh, I know I said I was going to not do names, but it only feels right to do these names since I did for Best VA. So Riho Sugiyama as Minare in Wave Listen to Me. Megumi Ogata as Hanato-kun in Toilet Bound Hanako-kun. Sorry, Hanako-kun in Hanako-kun. Uh, Yusuke Kobayashi as Subaru in ReZero. Yuichi Nakamura as Gojo in Jujutsu Kaisen. Mutsumi Tamura as Kanamori in Eizuken. And Yusuke Onuki, yeah, Onuki in, as Daisuke Kanbei in The Millionaire Detective Balance Unlimited. Uh, I think that might be the only nomination for that show. Hadn't seen much of it. My vote goes to Sugiyama as Minare and Wave Listen to Me because, good lord, if you have not seen that show... That is the fastest talking, clearest enunciated thing. The whole thing is about radio performances and just uh, radio reporting. And 
the speed at which she talks, the flow with which she talks is astounding. Um, I think that uh, Kanamori's actress uh, Tamura and Kobayashi as Subaru were both fan-flippantastic and dramatic and awesome in their own ways, but Minare Koda in Wave Listen to Me is just... I've never heard a performance like that. I don't think I've ever seen a performance written like that before. So I give her my personal pick. I don't think that enough people saw that series to make her actually win it, though. Um, I'm not sure who wins this, because I could see it being Subaru, Gojo, or Kanamori. My inclination is to give it... Oh... I want to say ReZero, but then I keep thinking Kanamori because Kanamori has a lot of fans and she was she had such a different thing. Mm. I'm 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 gonna hedge my bet on Kanamori here and say Azaken for uh the actual prediction. My prediction now I don't know how many people have actually seen Wave listen to me, like you said, but I feel like if you've just seen a clip of it online and you hear this actress speak for like a minute, you've got to you've got to have some sort of inkling that that is an incredible performance. Yeah. Um, so I, I want to say that that's going to win because popularity is only 30 percent, like you said, Joel, um, the popular vote. So I I can't imagine the judges. I, I, I'm just I'm that. betting that most of the judges haven't seen that series is the thing. I, I hope I'm wrong. I hope oh, I'm wrong on this. I would hope that the judges have seen everything here. <laughs> I, I don't think that every judge is huh. going to necessarily have seen everything here because there are a lot of things here. Well, regardless, that one has my prediction. Um, my personal pick was really personal this time. Um, it, it would be Gojo. Megumi Ogata. No, oh, no. Oh, really? Uh, okay. That actor does have a good performance, but I think um, Gojo's character is interesting, but he's kind of a type. Uh and I'm yeah. not sure there's anything that stand out there. Uh, but I didn't know that you watched Hanako-kun. I did not. Um, I did not watch. I watched the opening. <laughs> uh, but I just this one is just personal and horrible and based on just the fact that I absolutely love Megumi Ogata. Um, and I've seen her in just about everything else she's done. She's my favorite Japanese voice actor ever. So it was horrible of me not to vote at all <laughs> on the English category because I hadn't seen anything. And then to go vote. Um <laughs> on the Japanese category on something I hadn't seen, but at least I only did it once because I didn't know you could do it seven times. Uh, yeah, Ogata Megumi is is very talented. The end. Nice. Mario. Uh, so I'm also going to save us a little bit of time because I will tell you right now, Kanamori, best girl. That is what I'm going to say for the best girl category. The performance uh, was fantastic, but I have to give it up uh to yusuke kobayashi because good lord uh yeah. the the performances in season one were already incredible uh the performances this this season yeah it's I, like next I'm, level I'm so torn. like even now like i'm i'm considering giving it to him because i feel like azakin she did not you know actually mm, like again, I'm it's, it's, my, it's a, I'm changing my prediction to ReZero for this one. Yeah, it's uh, it's I'm, a I'm solid keeping... performance in in Azuken, but my God, this is like next level, and it is amazing to see it week to week. Um, so that's it, it's a combination of, uh, you know, 
yes, it's probably going to be the the popular pick because ReZero, but also it's just such a damn Deserve. good performance that so that's you your have prediction to. and personal pick. Yes, um, it had it been had it been a situation where like you know they didn't include it because you know it was a, a past year or whatever. Um, then it would have been a lot tougher. Maybe I would have leaned more towards Azoken or possibly, you know, uh, tried out uh, Waveless to me based on this solid recommendation. But since it's in the running and just looking at what is on display, I yeah, doubling down. So mm. that that one's going to to ReZero. All right, best ending sequence: Jujutsu Kaisen, Great Pretender, BNA, Dorohedoro, Millionaire Detective and Inspector. Um, my pick is Inspector. That was the jazziest thing short of... I, I can't remember what the series was, but the one where it's them... It's jazzy and they're dancing in front of a curtain. Um, and, like, a lot of AMVs have been done with it. I can't remember what it was for the life of me, but Last Dance, Inspector, really, really good. That's my personal pick. My prediction is Jujutsu Kaisen's because uh, just the art style and the music, like, there have been remakes of it um i i feel like inspector is sort of the the indie pick but uh, uh jujutsu kaisen is where i place the vote for the prediction inspector that ending was good uh and it miyano mamaru come on like yeah. <laughs> but but i didn't pick it just because i have sung and jogged to and danced around to lost in paradise at this point more times than i can possibly count um, it's really popular, probably one of the best endings out there. So it has my, my prediction and also my personal pick. Um, I'm a sucker for things that include a little bit of rap in them too, uh, as well as being super jazzy. I just, I, I loved it. Mario. How can I not vote for Freddie Mercury? <laughs> like, yeah, that's the thing. They're, they're, like, the thing is, I feel like I can't vote for it because it's, it feels like cheating. It does feel like, like cheating. But at the same time. How I often do you Freddie get to Mercury. say I voted for Freddie Mercury for an anime? anime. <laughs> like, <that's, laughs> so my personal pick, Great Pretender. Uh, the the prediction probably going to be Jujutsu Kaisen because uh, yeah yeah Shonen Shonen Jump animes tend to slap pretty hard. So yeah, that's what I think is going to happen there. All right, best opening. Uh, keep your hands off Azuken, Jujutsu Kaisen, B Stars. Great Pretender, Kaguya-sama, and Haikyuu. This is stacked. Holy cow. Like, I want to say easy breezy. I I don't think that Kaisen wins the opening. I, I think that the ending just is far more memorable than the opening. Um, Wild Side was really good, too. Uh, the opening to Great Pretender was awesome. Daddy, Daddy, do... What more is there to say? <laughs> and I haven't seen Haikyuu's opening, but it's a shonen opening, so it was probably really good. I think I give it to Daddy Daddy Dude just because eh, I, at least the prediction, I think, goes to Daddy Daddy Dude. And that that's my pick as well for personal pick. But uh, I loved Easy Breezy. It, it's so good. We've memed it here on the show many a time. Uh, the theme to Great Pretender is... It's a notch below tank, but it's only a notch below tank. <laughs> um, huh. <laughs> it is a notch below tank, and that's what made me sort of discount it, because I'm like, hey, you're just trying to be... But maybe I was too hard on it. I don't know. Um, my personal pick is hands down Daddy Daddy Do. Um, 
And mm, I don't know though what I want to predict. I feel like easy breezy, but I don't know. I, I can say that I watched all of Haikyuu to the top and it had some very strong ending theme songs. I'm not oh, sure its opening. opening was that great. Yeah, oh, I'm not okay, sure it's okay. that great. The openings aren't that great by comparison. I don't think so. So I don't think that's even going to be a, a player maybe. But okay, I guess I'll predict Easy Breezy. Um, but my personal pick is Daddy Daddy Do. Mario? <laughs> I'm going to do literally the opposite of Franji because what I <laughs> what I actually <laughs> voted on was Easy Breezy. Um, but Daddy Daddy Do slaps so hard. Yeah. <laughs> it is so good. And so you're going to predict that one. Uh, yeah, yeah, begrudgingly, because as, right. as much as I love it, it's like, I really want Easy Breezy to win. It was so good and wholesome and memeable, and I'm, <laughs> I'm still quoting it, like, a year and some change later. Like, that is really good. Yeah. Uh, once again, in just stacked categories of, man, all these are really good. Best girl, you have Sayaka Kanamori from Eizuken, Chizuru Mizuhara from Rent-A-Girlfriend, Noi from Dorohedoro, Katarina Kleist from Villainess, Abigail Jones from Great Pretender, and Kaguya from Kaguya-sama. Um, Mario, you've already said that your pick for best girl is Kanamori. I can't decide if I want Kanamori or Katarina. I know that when I did my two votes, that I split my vote on this particular category for sure. Um, I think I'm going to give it to Kanamori as well, though. I feel like I predict... Kanamori, just because Azoken is so popular, and from what I saw of her, she seemed really cool. Uh, my personal pick, though, is is Kaguya, because <laughs> man, just... although you know what, what I did think I did, I know I did vote for Kaguya, but I had the thought, why isn't Chika on here for best girl? Yeah, because the thing is, uh, what's interesting is last year Chika was nominated and not Kaguya. Uh, Chika lost to the um, female lead from Shield Hero. Yeah, Raftalia. Um, Raftalia really? Thank Raftalia you. beat out Chica? That's what yeah. I said. That's yeah, but, but also, that is why I will never forget the, the name is, Raftalia. I, 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 I was shocked by the fact that it was Kaguya this year and not Chica again because I thought Chica was as glowing as ever in yeah. season two. Yeah. Chica is best girl every year. <laughs> and, yeah. and like my my personal pick, it it's so torn between Katarina. Like, uh, I, I love Villainess and I, I love Katarina. She was so great. Um, ugh. You know what? I'm, I'm changing my personal pick to Katarina, but I'm keeping my prediction as Azekin. <laughs> yeah, I, I will also say uh, I would not be surprised if um, Mizuhara from Rent-A-Girlfriend ends up taking this one because yeah, there there is and a... I, and I also wouldn't be surprised if Katarina won as well because I, I think that a... Villainous still had a very vocal fan base and did extremely, extremely well. So I, I could still see her uh, walking away with it. Yeah, I wouldn't be mad about Katarina. Uh, Mizuhara, I'm a little skeptical. Like, I see why people consider her best girl, but mm, I don't know. <laughs> In this yeah. particular crop of best girls, I'm like, eh, I don't know, man. Anyway, let us uh, move along. Boy. Kaiman from Dorohedoro, Satoru Gojo from Jujutsu Kaisen, Kun Agnes from Tower of God, Legoshi from Beastars, Anos Voldigold from Misfit, and Shoyo Hinata from Haikyuu. My personal pick is Anos uh, running away, and my prediction... I'm going to predict Legoshi. I'm going to predict Beastars. 
I'm going to predict Gojo Sensei from Jujutsu Kaisen. Uh, but my personal pick is, honest to God, Hinata from Haikyuu, because it does not get better surprise, than a little surprise. orange-haired, bouncy boy. Yeah. <laughs> no one is surprised by this. <laughs> uh, for me, I personally voted uh, Kun, because uh, he was the one that I had actually like really seen in action. Uh, I did like the character. He was a very interesting character. He was an interesting character. I didn't, con- I didn't get best boy vibes from him, though. Uh, again, like it was it was just kind of like voting with what what I had actually experienced. Uh, so that was my personal vote prediction is probably going to be Gojo Sensei. Yeah, that's the other one that I could absolutely see Gojo getting it. But I also feel like he's. Eh, I love him as a character. I also didn't get best boy vibes from him. I, I'm really surprised that, um, you know, it's not your actual shonen protagonist here that it's your, you know, it's mentor, mentor character. character yeah. But I don't normally see that as the best boy, but okay. Oh, he, I, I see it. I see it. <laughs> mm. he, he acts less like a mentor a lot of the time and more like a snarky kind of, I'm here for the party. You know, sidekick. Yeah, I, I can yeah. see that. Okay. Yeah. Oh, this next one. This next right, one was open and shut antagonist. for me. <laughs> yeah. Best antagonist. N from Doro Hidoro. Ryoman Sukuna from Jujutsu Kaisen. Rachel from Tower of God. Spoiler alert. Jeez. Akito Soma from Fruits Basket, Echidna from ReZero, and overall from My Hero Academia. My pick, and uh, my, my pick is Akito. Uh, open and shut for me. Um, prediction is so much harder because, like, overall in My Hero, obviously, is going to carry weight. I feel like Sukuna, I, Sukuna hasn't done anything to justify his presence here, but it's shown an antagonist. And Rachel is a meme unto herself, so there you go. Um, I'm inclined to say overhaul, but I'm not sure. Because the thing is, overhaul is just a legitimate scumbag. He is a proper antagonist. He's a terrible person. But in that sense, it doesn't make him that special. You know what I mean? Yeah, I guess like... So it's like, it's so hard. You know what? I'm I'm, going to say... Mm -hmm. Also, I don't even consider Echidna an antagonist. She has been an independent agent the entire time. I don't think she's a villainous yet, at least. Um, gosh. Come back to me later. My, my personal pick is Soma. I, I'm, I'm still mulling over my prediction. What, what do you think, Mario? You said there was open and shut. Rachel! <laughs> Rachel! <laughs> Yeah, Rachel. Um, and that's your—is that your prediction? Oh, well? that is—that is the the whole enchilada right there. Uh, you said it yourself. She is she's a meme onto herself, and the palpable hate that is directed towards that character makes me think it's it's definitely going to uh, you know surpass even uh, a scumbag like Overhaul. And yeah, Akito only, is is also the only terrible. One who's memed but more, man. As, <laughs> the only one who's memed more as an antagonist was not nominated. And it's um, what's her name from Rent a Girlfriend? Oh, mommy. Yeah, she is. Mommy, thank you. If she'd been on here, I would have actually split my vote I would between picked, the two. I of would them. have picked mommy uh, for best antagonist uh, prediction if she was nominated. Yes. Uh, although objectively, Rachel is still worse. But that's yeah, that's that's me. I'm all in for for I guess Rachel. The thing is, Rachel had lit- a literal single moment, and that's it. Oh, it's the, but, it's the 
best heel turn I think I've seen outside of professional wrestling. Like, wow, what a swerve. <laughs> what a swerve. Franji, I, I'm guessing that you're just going to be going with Akito. I actually had a very tough time with this one because I was like, well, what makes the best antagonist here? Is it evil of all evils or is it those ones that are complex that kind of have that moral gray area? Um, so I debated for a while. I think my prediction is going to be Akito. Um, that's an amazing villain, really, truly. But my personal pick was actually Sukuna because he doesn't give a flying you-know-what. He's devious and complicated, even though we haven't seen that much of him. Uh, it's been very interesting wondering what his what his master plan is. Uh, he's mysterious, and he's, he's just funny to me um, and different. So I actually picked him. So, so prediction Sukuna. is Fruits Basket, yep, and, prediction is Fruits Basket. and personal, personal pick, pick is... is Tower of God. No, Jujutsu Kaisen. Or, yeah, sorry. Uh, yeah, Mario's was Tower of God. Uh, and my prediction, oh, gosh, because now you, you both have made very good, like, arguments for your respective ones, and those weren't the two that I was initially debating between, so this is just harder for me. But you know what? I'm going to say... I'm, I'm going to say the My Hero fandom takes what little they can get and goes with Overhaul. <laughs> Actually, no. I'm going with Fruits Basket. I, I'm 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 gonna go because Fruits Basket has a very big fandom as well, and it, Akito is just such a like the only he is top like top three villains in terms of visceral reactions I've gotten. I have not hated a fictional antagonist this much. I put him up there on Dolores Umbridge levels. Oh, that's good. Like, the, Dolores Umbridge is my fictional antagonist, you know, just gold standard. If you can make <laughs> me viscerally hate you anytime I see you on screen, like, that that's what it takes. And Akito reached that. That's how I feel about Light Yagami. So I get it. Now, on the other side of the coin, best protagonist nominees are Natsume from Decadence, Katarina from Villainess, uh, Yuji Itadori from Jujutsu Kaisen, Anas Voldigold from Misfit, Midori Asakusa from Ezeken, and Shoyo Hinata from Haikyuu. Um, I feel like a lot of these are not proper protagonists. Uh, Midori is one of a set. I guess she's the quote-unquote leader of the three. I don't see her as protagonist. Natsume is not really the protagonist that she sort of is, but eh, no. Uh, Anos didn't do enough. He He's fun, but no. Yuji is a shonen protag. My pick is Katarina. That uh, best protag. Just she is so good, so nice, so funny. Lover, and it's just a question for me: is, Do I vote for her or do I vote for the shonen protag? Um, and I'm inclined to say that this is where Villainous gets its due. So I'm gonna actually predict Katarina as well. Because I, I don't think that people are head over heels for Yuji. And I don't think there's really any standouts here. Like, uh, I know Haikyuu also, but just... Uh, I, I think that Katarina is beloved enough as a character to take this. Katarina is my prediction for who's going to win. Uh, my personal pick was Hinata, because Shonen is my genre, and he is an exemplary example of, of a good Shonen protagonist. Mario? I'm all in for Katarina. Uh, this this one, 
it, it was another one where it just felt like the right choice uh by and large um <clears throat> all these other characters do have their their virtues but overall i i feel like katarina is just you know the total package yeah all right and now we're at the big one anime of the year the nominees are Azaken, jujutsu kaisen great pretender dora hedoro apare ranman hey, hey. And stars um this is just this is going to be so interesting like i said it i feel like there's you all know my personal pick was Great Pretender. Mm-hmm. I've said this multiple times before. My prediction is torn between Jujutsu Kaisen and Aizuken because th- this is the very classic thing that you have or sometimes don't have in award shows of to what degree are the judges going to go with the artsy one or the popular one. Yeah. Because um, mm. in the past, it's usually gone the popular route that we had. It was Demon Slayer last year, unsurprisingly. It was? Um, it, it was Demon Slayer last year, which won over, um, I forget what the other one was, but Demon Slayer was not my pick, mm. but it was a shonen. But then again, as we've seen, Demon Slayer is, like, bumping up against my hero levels that, you know, the film was enormous, shattered every box office record in Japan. And Jujutsu Kaisen, while big, is not that. And the, and Aizuken is very beloved and definitely the judge's darling. And it's just a question of, is there enough in that 70-30 split? I'm going to predict Azekin, though. I'm going to predict Azekin taking it uh, similar to how um, Maiden Abyss won over My Hero a couple years back. It's hard to pick just one, but if you can only pick just one, then I'm all in for keep your hands off Azekin. Uh, for prediction and personal pick? Yes. Yeah, I also um, doubled down on Azuken. Uh I am very happy that Apare Ranman got a nod here because that was one of the ones that I was really frustrated uh, that we couldn't include on our own list. Actually, but... I'm, I'm changing my pick to Azuken because I my favorite of the year was Great Pretender, but if you if I want to say anime of the year and like what was the best all-around production, I would still give it to Azuken, so I'm going to change that uh, since... Uh, those are different considerations. Yeah, Still so really cool that we got Opera nominated up here. Yeah, for real. Like I'm I, again, much like with Kakushi Goto, I'm just glad to see it on the list. I feel bad that it's probably not going to get the love that it deserves, but oh, just yeah, getting no, the recognition I, I, I like it, this should, is this very important. At least a couple like character nominations, like Best oh, yeah. Boy Opera. Best Boy Opera would have been. I I feel like Opera be more deserving of best boy or even best protagonist than some of these nominees. Uh, I, actually, I, I would dare say um, they they should have considered Lee George uh, as Apare for the, the best VA category because his I take, that. like he has a very distinctive voice and his performance was just flawless for Apare. That was one of the reasons I really wanted to see Apare get more love. So that, sh- that yeah. was one where I'm like, wow, uh, we're, we're not giving it to... to Apare from Apare Ranman? Okay. All right. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. Or, you know, best boy could have been um, Hototo. Uh, yeah. Best I'm boy really in our hearts. Of, <laughs> I liked Apare, but I wish it had made it into some of the other categories for a nominee. Actually, yeah, because I, I feel like Apare should have been in best 
pro tag, Hototo mm-hmm. should have been in Best Boy. <laughs> Lord. Um, so yeah, those are our picks. Uh, of course, we will be seeing how many of these were right, how many of these were off the mark, how many of these were in between. Once uh, the show goes live, we are shooting to to go live back here on Digital Era Twitch uh, somewhere between 15 to 30 minutes before the showtime. That is 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 5 p.m. Pacific. Uh, so we will be back later on. Of course, the fun doesn't stop here. In a couple of minutes, we'll be kicking off Happy Hour, hosted by Neo Ivan of Neo Ivan Gaming. And right after that, we'll be featuring some more Bowser's Fury with RJ Para. Uh, with that in mind, we're going to skip most of the outro. We'll save that for when we come back later. But again, thank you so and much actually, to everybody. So, and anyone, if you're in our Discord... I'm going to post the link to our prediction spreadsheet in the Discord so you all can keep track along with us tonight. And so we have everything on the record for how right or terribly wrong we were in the future. So we will see you back here later on tonight. Again, thank you so much, everybody, for tuning in. Stick around if you are watching us live. Otherwise, stay happy, stay healthy, stay informed, and we will see you again very soon. Take care, y'all.